Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eminem Show. We are excited to talk with you guys this week. We have an exciting episode coming for you guys. Seriously, today is episode 20. 20. That's a lot. That guys. is a lot, honestly. 20 I, weeks of doing this. Yeah. We haven't missed yet, guys. And we won't. And we won't. Like, I knew Michael was coming for me with that comment, so I was quick to change it. But yes, I believe in consistency. So, Tony, I'm pretty sure the statistics say that, what was it, like 90% of podcasts, There's, I mean, there's a dime a dozen in these podcasts these days, but 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode 10. And then for the 10% who do make it past episode 10, I'm pretty sure it was 90% of those people. Right. Don't make it past like episode 14 or something. So which was kind of crazy um, statistics. Well, I'm, I'm very proud of us. Episode 20. This is awesome. 20. That's a lot. If you think about it, 20 different ideas and effort and time put into them. And the thing it's is, not easy. It's definitely not easy. <laughs> and I guess we're growing a lot, um, both like obviously with our following, but also how we do this. Um, hopefully we're improving and hopefully you guys are enjoying your experience. Um, but also exciting going forward, you know, start to incorporate a little bit more interview style yeah. podcasts soon. Um, a little bit, you know, bringing on the experts of various fields, whether it is mental health focused or physical health or, you know, just whatever it might be, trying to bring in some experts from different fields to bring in some different perspectives and stories. I think it's going to be really exciting in the future. Yes, I'm really excited. So if you guys have anybody or any topics you want to be covered, Send us a little message on Don't Skip Therapy on Instagram, or if you have our numbers, feel free to text us. But, yep, message us on Don't Skip Therapy if there's something specific that you want to hear about, and that can be a full spectrum of mental health and personal development. So just let us know what you want to hear. Okay, diving into episode 20, you guys. We are talking about how humans are extremely adaptable, and this is in both positive and negative forms. And this is something that is so important you guys and please pay attention because this can really alter things for you moving forward in your life exactly when she means by alter literally alter your life um because like emily pointed out there the adaptability of humans really is two sides of the coin and so there's two sides one being positive and one being negative and throughout this episode think about it guys you're rhetorically speaking what side of the coin are you are you currently in your life adapting in a positive way moving forward or are you adapting in a negative way and getting stuck in whatever trauma or circumstance you're dealing with, challenge that you're dealing with, right? So ask yourself that. So the, the topic of this episode came to me actually while I was doing one of my marathons, Marathon 34 actually, and I was running and I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, this is crazy that I've run. 34 marathons every single week for the last 34 weeks. And it made me think back to when I was in high school and I played football, played sports. I love sports a ton, but just running for the sake of running was not even a part of my vocabulary. <laughs> like I don't have runner genetics. Um, you know, I don't come from a runner family, anything like that. But it's been awesome to see that over the last six years of it really dedicating myself to, um, you know, running at a pretty high level, how much, you know, I've adapted Mm-hmm. And it just it just hit me like it's just crazy that we as humans can adapt given the, you know, provided the stimulus um, that we're trying to achieve. And it's just crazy. You know what I've become. I want to highlight here that you it took time. Like you just said six years. And. It doesn't necessarily have to take that long. I'm sure you became into good running shape and good 
running form and function and, and adaptability sooner than those six years. But it's important to highlight here that it takes time. Like you can't just show up for like a few days or like even maybe like six months and then expect for your life to change. Yep. And then two is you have to keep that going. And I physical activities are such a good parallel for more abstract like mental and emotional things because it's physical is so concrete. If you don't work out for two weeks, you lose a lot of your physical stamina. And you've had to be really persistent and consistent to maintain your progress. And so I want people to realize here that your adaptability takes time for one. And two, you don't just arrive at being positively adaptable in a in an environment that you want to be in. You have to be consistent with it. Yeah, that's a really good point. It does take a while. Um, but that's the whole point of it is that you're not doing it for, you know, in my case, six years to get to a certain level. You're just you're just doing it right. <laughs> like it's it's the journey that you're on, um, whether it's, you know, something physically related or something more mental or career based, whatever it might be. And so going into the two sides of the coin, it really comes down to there are positives and negatives to this. And for me, obviously, adapting myself physically as a runner has been very positive in my life. And it's given me the confidence. This is really interesting. It's really giving me the confidence for future use in all aspects of my life. And so what I mean by this, it's whatever I want to chase with the business realm, sometimes it can be pretty overwhelming and scary. And, you know, the, the fear of the unknown or the what ifs, you know, what if it doesn't work out type of um, idea or a negative outcome. If the, a negative outcome, they do come true sometimes. And so if a negative outcome came true, that would be daunting and scary. But the human adaptability and this concept has really given me the confidence knowing that, you know, whatever happens, whatever I chase and whatever the result is, if it works out, amazing. That's what I was hoping for. But if it also doesn't work out, this idea of human adaptability is like, that's going to be okay. It will work out even if like my intended result doesn't come to fruition. It will work out because I can learn from that experience. I can learn from that result and take home, you know, whatever happened, whatever you know, the reasoning was for that result, I can use, you know, for future use. So it's giving me that confidence. Yeah. It's one foot in front of the other. And if you keep moving in the direction that you want to go, you're naturally going to adapt and, and say things don't go the way you want and you do quote unquote fail or something bad does happen. You can harness that for your good. Mm -hmm. I, I tell people all the time, no one likes you unless you've been through hard things. If you haven't been through hard things, no one really cares. And so when hard things happen, embrace that and work through that because you can harness that as a as a superpower later on down the road. Totally. And there's this idea, um, you know, popularized by Nick Bear. He's one of these fitness gurus. He he runs a company, Bear Performance Nutrition. Take um and you know, I follow him on YouTube and things like that. He's awesome, dude. And he's popular popularized this idea, go one more attitude. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this movement where it's always just focused on growth and it's not focused on a result of whatever. And he just ran this race recently and it, I think it was literally last night. Um, it was this endurance run. Um, it was like a last man standing type of race. And so what a last man standing type of race is, is that they have a loop and usually they're around four miles. It's either like a 5k loop, which is 3.1 or like a four mile loop, something like that. And 
it's just this loop, and all they do for these last men standing races is that they start on the hour. Mm-hmm. So start at okay, twelve o'clock noon. They start. The runners all run, and then they you know finish or whatever. And then in the next race, quote unquote race, will start at one o'clock, and it will continue to go every single hour until you know you can't make it. You can't make that distance in the hour, or you just choose to stop or whatever it might be. And he he talked about in his stories as he was going through this this race. He I think he finished like top ten or top fifteen. Um, he's like I'm not competitive with other people. I don't care if I finish first. I don't care if I finish fiftieth. I don't care. I don't care what position I finish in. I'm just focused on the race against myself. Right. And so I want to finish. You know, knowing that I gave it my all. And so he's just focused on this go one more. I'm just focused on going one more from the person I was yesterday, from the rate the runner I was, you know, a year ago. I'm just focused on myself. And I love that because we live in such a competitive world. It really comes in, you know, it's like, oh, I'm so competitive. I'm so competitive. Whether it's like board games or really competitive, like sports and things like that. But it's like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't really have that and just be competitive with ourselves and have this go one more attitude and really apply it to, you know, our lives and really just be mostly focused on growth within ourselves rather than the competition around us. Well, if you're competing with other people, you're always going to lose because you're not running your own race at that point, right? And so um, people who are highly competitive usually don't like to lose and they don't like to fail. So if you're highly competitive, odds are you like to win. And when when you get in the lane of competing with someone else, you give up the biggest like home court advantage. You And you give up that edge that you have because you're now worried about what's going on for them and you're only seeing a sliver of the piece of cake of their life and what's going on for them. And so you're always going to fall up short. Yeah, I like that. I actually really like that uh, imagery that you gave it. You only see one piece of their cake. But when you're running your race against your own self, you see the entire cake. Right. You know exactly what's going on in your race. You know the challenges that you're facing personally. You know all the circumstances that are leading up to it being challenging for you. You see the entire picture. You know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of cool to think about is you know the entire cake. Right. So it's like, okay, you really can see all aspects that are going into this. And then when you do overcome it or achieve or, you know, focus on that journey, it's like, okay, you really feel the, I guess, the gratitude um, or the sense of accomplishment from you know, facing your challenges and right. not someone else's. Right. And well, with that, if you're competing against someone else, you're, are you ever going to feel fulfilled? Because is it actually what you want? Right. And then two, no one else needs to or is responsible for seeing your vision, your whole cake. Yeah. And so don't compete with other people because then you're competing with their vision. And you don't understand their vision. Yeah, exactly. And so that was kind of the concept that I felt with with running. It was more this positive sound like, wow, we can really adapt to these challenging circumstances to learn and grow and, and all that. And when I came home after that run, right, I found 34, I was like, wait, this whole idea can also apply to very therapeutic mental health related topics as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of started thinking about this. I was like, maybe, you know, that is the reason why people get stuck well, I should say one of the reasons people get so stuck in traumas or bad relationships or challenging circumstances in a negative way. And it's almost like it really applies to a mental health um, aspect as well, because it's like people get stuck in trauma because they're adapting to that circumstance and just get literally stuck in the mud. Yeah. Well, well, we know how brains are wired. And I, I tell people it's wired to perceive, protect and comfort. Right. We love predictability even if it's not a good form of predictability 
We like our comfort zones, even if we know that it's not a good zone, right? And the classic example I give is, so someone who is a chronic people pleaser, they never say no, they never stand up for themselves, they never express what they want. That's familiar. That's ne- they've negatively adapted to that environment of people pleasing for people. And so when they come into therapy and we're like, hey, we're going to step outside of that and we're going to start saying no, we're going to show up as ourselves, we're going to express what we want and what we need, it's extremely uncomfortable, right? They don't like it. And you can do that with a plethora of different things. You can do that with relationships or traumas or whatever it is. You're used to A and we're getting you to go to B. And your brain, it goes against what's comfortable for your brain. So you're going to naturally want to resist that. But eventually, if you keep going and you're persistent, that new normal becomes your new comfort zone. And it becomes that positive, adaptive space that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so rhetorically speaking, guys, think about it in your own lives. What side of the coin are you? Are you adapting in a positive way, growing, becoming something, becoming who you are and who you want to become? Or are you stuck and getting more stuck in the quicksand, the mud, whatever it might be for you and your challenging circumstance? Um, Because where you are currently standing right now in your life is proof of this concept. Okay. It is proof of this concept, whether it's positive side of the coin or whether it is the negative side of the coin, where you are currently standing in your life is proving this point. And I want people to know that you can change. That's the whole point of this podcast is you can change because we are adaptable creatures. And whatever we put our emphasis and time into will become our adaptive space and our adaptive environment. And so it's important for you guys to realize that as you begin to progress towards what you actually want and what will actually help you long term, you'll adapt to that. And I, I, I tell people all the time, you're going to have a short-term consequence for a long-term gain. Whereas most people are in it for a short-term gain for a long-term consequence. That's physical health in a nutshell. People don't want to go through that short burst of ugh, food cravings and being sore at the gym and all these things. But then long-term, they have these chronic health issues right? And short-term consequence, long-term gain is where you want to be. Yeah, short-term consequence, exactly. Short-term consequence of putting in the effort to live a healthy lifestyle. And I mean, that's an all-encompassing term. So adding, you know, the final point here is I really want individuals, myself included, to add an adaptive element to every statement that you use to describe yourself mm-hmm. okay and so these are the i am type of statements right think about it if you were to say you know go up to someone you just met and you're kind of describing who you are or you're kind of getting to know each other and you're bouncing back you know these ideas what you know or even just not even talking to someone else but just thinking about yourself like who am i a lot of times you know people will say like you know i'm out of shape i'm unhealthy you know i'm depressed i'm anxious i'm you know these i am statements they can go on you know, for infinity. What I want people to do is add an adaptive element to each of these statements. Okay, so maybe you are out of shape. 
being self-aware is, is super key. But also adding this adaptive element is going to be key for your growth and, and getting out of that circumstance that you're in. And so what's the difference? You say, I am out of shape versus I, you know, I'm not to the fitness level I want to be at, but I am working on my fitness. I am becoming better. I am becoming healthier. Mm -hmm. That little shift it it doesn't seem like a big deal you guys but i promise you it's the it's a game changer that little pivot starts to work your brain into forming new neural pathways and new little networks in your brain because what you focus on you will become if you're focused on i'm out of shape i'm fat i'm this you're probably going to stay that but if you start focusing on i'm working towards being my best healthiest version or I'm working on my fitness. You're going to take steps and behaviors that are corresponding with that. Your How you think and how you believe about yourself will directly reflect in your behavior. So if you change the way you're thinking, you can change your behavior, which will change the trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. I think this goes along a lot with people who are maybe not where they want to be in a relationship, whether they're single or in a terrible relationship as well. You know, they'll say like, I am single and kind of get stuck there. But I mean, you don't necessarily need to tell people like, oh, I am single, but I'm working on finding someone. No, I'm not saying that. But like internally thinking, change your identity. It's like, okay, maybe you're single, but don't just sit there and say, I am single. Oh, I'm single. oh no one wants to date me. No, it's like, I am single. But yeah, but I'm searching for someone and I'll find someone because I'm also working on myself and I'm confident in that. And so adding that adaptive, adding that adaptive element inside your head, even if I'm not describing it to other people, but thinking about it is changing your identity is literally one of the first steps of forming a strong habit it's changing that identity and so adding that adaptive element will change your identity right switching from no one wants to date me or i struggle with dating to i'm working on myself to so i find a better person i haven't found someone that hits me stride for stride yet but i know i will those that's a completely different dialogue and a completely different undertone of the message that you're you're sending to yourself yes i love that literally guarantee yourself it's like do not derive your confidence or self-worth from finding someone or not. Be like, no, I'm working on myself. And when I become who I am supposed to become, that person that I align myself with would be so much better down the road than where I am currently in finding someone, you know. And so wrapping up, guys, practical steps. We just got two short ones today. We want you guys to rhetorically ask yourself and think about what side of the coin are you? Are you happy with your current adaptive state? Okay, are you on the positive side of the coin or are you on the negative side of the coin? And then the last one here is identify one adaptive element you can add to your current state. Whether it is adding that adaptive element to the I am statements when you're describing yourself or just literally adding adaptive element into you know who you're becoming. Right, or an action. Or an action to take, something to move, something to become. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you guys again next week. Please like, share, subscribe to this podcast because we are growing and we can't do it without you guys. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys. See you next week.